pop in this. Tell me what the fuck is going on. How how'd you propose, dog? Okay, so I'll start it off. We went to uh we went to Covington, Georgia, mm-hmm. which is uh the place where they filmed the vampire diaries. Have you ever seen the vampire diaries? No. Okay. You asked me that with a straight face. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's I, I you'd be surprised. So uh uh that's where they filmed the vampire diaries, which Katie loves that show. And mm. uh, like so the vampire diaries is essentially this. They capitalized off all of the momentum that Twilight had at the time, right? right. And they basically said, this is going to go on the CW. And we are going to find, like, the casting director, they were like, we need people that can act. We need people that are believable in these characters. And then the casting director just went, yo, I just I just hired the 10 hottest people I found out there. Like, <laughs> I haven't really checked if they can act or not. I just, like, I looked at their headshots and was like, done. Like, we found them. <laughs> because every single person in that show is the best looking person i've ever seen like until the next person shows up they're like oh the new kid's here and then he shows up and you're like oh my god like that dude is the best looking dude uh like i was explaining to katie i was like yo you know who's hot caroline you know who else is hot elena so basically you you know who else is hot bonnie you know what i mean like every single one of them so you watch well, no. it for the people and she watches it for the story. No, 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 no. She watches it for the people okay. and the story. Mm-hmm. I was watching football on my phone, Damn. but noticed that like 15 minutes, I like wasn't even paying attention to the game anymore. Because <laughs> I was like, these people are the best looking people. I can't take my eyes off the screen because these people are so good looking. Like, yeah. All I'm doing is looking at these people. Anyway, they uh, they filmed the show in Covington, Georgia. So I was like, yo, for her birthday, I'm going to get her a, uh, I'm going to get her, a, we're going to go for a trip to, to Covington, Georgia. Right. It's like five hours away. Must is a pretty easy drive. Yeah. Um, so we go there, uh, but I was like, I'm going to do it in the fall. So I'm going to like trick her and say that it was for her birthday. But really, we're going to go in the fall and then I'm going to like design a ring and everything like that. And because so, it's Dang, like I mean, you, you remember, designed a ring, big baller. You, you remember, I mean, you lived in Atlanta. Georgia is ass hot in June. Like nobody's trying it to is. go to Georgia. Nobody's going it to is. Georgia in June. Like you're trying to leave Georgia in June. Right. Uh, so, uh, I mean, and you lived in Florida. So it's everybody understands like Georgia sucks in the, in the, in the summer. So Especially outside of Atlanta. Yeah. Which is like, this is Covington is like 20 minutes outside of Atlanta. Maybe it's like not that far outside. It's a small town. Like we got there, dude, we got there late because I went into work early on Friday and we left a little late and I was like, we got there and I was like, this is not what I expect. Like I expected this to be like a nice, like quaint little town with like some houses. There was like, kids playing basketball at 11 30 p.m some random <laughs> dudes putting like they're playing a baseball game right like on yeah. a baseball diamond at like almost midnight and they're these dudes are putting up these like steel beams like in the middle of the diamond like kids are like hitting the ball and like running around this big contraption that these random old men are putting up Damn. there was a street racing uh set up it looked like a scene like they were filming fast and the furious which they may have been it turned out that like every single movie that's ever been shot has been filmed in this location like uh remember the titans was filmed in coming to georgia uh venom that just came out was filmed in Covington, georgia uh all of the dukes of hazard apparently uh makes sense so yeah so lines up so we were talking about like that, like it's called Mystic Falls, Virginia in the show. Mm-hmm. And Katie was like, I can't believe we got engaged in Mystic Falls, Virginia. I was like, we also <laughs> might have been engaged in Hazard County with the, <laughs> the Dukes of Hazard was filmed. Oh, man. Uh, so, you know, depending on what you, what you want to look at. 
Yeah, or where, wherever they were in uh, remember the Titans. I couldn't remember. Um, Some racist ass place, but, which Covington <laughs> might actually be. Sounds. They like just it. called it Covington. Yeah. Uh, so keep going. I'm they, so they uh, we went there and like they really capitalized off this shit. Like they were like, "Yo, this is the most famous this place has ever been." No matter how many movies we have filmed here. So we're just going to go ahead and capitalize off the success of all of uh, the Vampire Diaries. And so every single, they just left everything. Like everything they filmed, like if there was like a window that had somebody's business name on there, it was just mm-hmm. left as that. They had a restaurant apparently that they kept switching into this uh, place that they called the Mystic Grill. Mm-hmm. And then they would switch it back after the filming. Well, it turns out- did it yeah it turns out that it burned down like a couple of years ago they started a fire in the kitchen and it burned the place down and so they were trying to figure out what they wanted to do with it and then i guess a bunch of investors came up and was like yo why don't we just like make it what it was in the show like let's just make it the mystic grill and then just like have people go there like we don't have to cook food at all like really we just like cook burgers and random shit but like people will come here and we'll charge them like 18 bucks for it because it's called the Mystic Grill. And so that worked out because they were, it was a two-hour wait the whole day. Good uh, God. Yeah. But you went. But we had to go, man. Like I had to, you had to, you had was some the food time. good. It was a burger, dude. It was a burger mm. with an onion ring on it. It was cooked correctly, which is. <laughs> That's is the, battle, yeah. There's plenty of places that it isn't. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we went there and then, and then we we proposed so i wanted to propose in the square because it's like a town square it's like a clock tower and stuff and i was like i wanted to propose in the square but i was not paying attention to the fact that this is what this is where you got to like really really have visited a place before you are planning like what what you're going to do because i didn't realize that none of the actual square was going to be lit just (laughs) dark dark as our shit right like just nothing just like the surrounding like square had light posts <laughs> but the actual like middle part of the square was just dark and i was like Damn. okay so this isn't going to work out because i'm like she's not even going to know what this looks like so like, i want to ring yeah so we ended up i was like okay i can't do this like i can't propose in the dark and i also thought that it was going to be like a like a nice little town that was like people it was like quiet people weren't expecting no this is like visiting a hollywood movie set there was people everywhere all day long like dressed up as vampires like uh they probably had a convention dog yeah like 15 uh 15 people groups and then like it's homecoming apparently because of course it is so there's just oh they have a high school 500 people just standing out in the square trying to take photos like all types of craziness. So there's people everywhere. And like the things she always said, she was like, I don't want it, you know, I don't want it like done in public. I don't want it to be like a spectacle. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, well, I was not expecting this. It's dark as hell. And it's, there's people <laughs> everywhere. So I was like, I'm just going to go back to the place we stayed in and then do it there. And so waited till we got there and then just proposed there. So hey, that's anticlimactic as fuck, bro. You could wait well, until the next day when it was bright outside. Well, no, I mean, a burger on your mouth, bro. (laughs) Middle of the day, because we had to like our checkout was at like noon. I was like, I'm not gonna propose like noon on a Sunday. Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! It would have been fucking eleven fifty three. I'm like, hey dog. (laughs) And then and then you're like, (laughs) all right, now that all that excitement's done, let's go get in this car and drive six hours back and land in South Carolina traffic because it two lane ass negotiated an extra hour, my dude. (laughs) <laughs> like hey come on i just did this whole thing it's on instagram now we blowing up your spot let me get an extra hour um but yeah all right that's dope so you designed a ring yeah that's some yeah so shit my uh when my parents divorced my mom uh gave she like put the ring away mm-hmm. and then was like i'm gonna give it to you whenever whenever you want but it was like i i I didn't want to like. Yeah, nobody wants to like taint it, dog. Give the ring, yeah. Like nobody wants to like give this like an omen. Yeah, uh, nobody wants Wait, to hey, give. Here's this divorce ring. Dog. 
Uh, nobody wants to like just give a ring, especially if it's not like past that. Like people do that with like, oh, my grandmother's like Holocaust ring. Hey, the tradition's got to start somewhere, dog. Yeah. So I was like, what if I just took pieces of that ring and then just like reset it into a new ring to like create another one right. with stones from that ring? So that's what I did. Fair enough. And, uh, okay. And Katie wouldn't wear that ring. It's it's gaudy. Yeah. You know what my mom? I was you know about my mom, to say. Like, it's like, like yeah. That shit was. It looks like a Kardashian where would wear that ring, and it just didn't look like. That's that. fair. <laughs> that's that's fair. Good for you for knowing that shit. But the tradition's <laughs> got to start somewhere, dog. Yeah. I mean, even if it starts in 2011, you know, it still's got to start. <laughs> um. All right, that's dope as fuck. Big man moves. Uh, she yeah. get you anything, dog? Like, I feel no. like that's fucked up in engagements. Like. You- no, you, you don't get anything, bro. The dude doesn't get shit, bro. Nope. That's trash. Well, you should have made her propose to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not we're not doing all that. Uh, have you there's, seen that shit? Yeah, it's just uh oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it is hilarious. There's some things there's some things that will just keep keep the way they were. Fair enough. And so Fair and enough. so that's what I did. I, I went ahead and proposed. But it was like she she cried. Did she not she, expect it? Did you cry? No, I mean it's like she expected it. Like it wasn't like one of those things where like she expected it to happen, but mm-hmm. it was one of those where like if you're really kind of paying attention, you're like, if he was gonna do this, like this would be the time. Like right. you could really capitalize on a number of things here. Yeah. So she was like, maybe she so she did bring like a nice dress and was like, I'm going to straighten my hair today. Like she was prepared in <laughs> case it would have happened. Like yeah. she became prepared. She was She's like always a boy, weird boy scout. Cause like you pulled out all these stops to like load the deck in your favor, but y'all been together for like what? Six years. Yeah. No, eight years. Eight uh, years? Going, going on eight years. Yeah. God damn. Eight years. You really didn't have to load the deck. You could have been wearing sweatpants and just tossed a ring at her <laughs> in the middle of watching vampire Diaries. I could, I could have gotten like, like not even a ring from the, the the turn things, but like like they used to have at the beginning of Buffalo Wild Wings. You could have got like a ring pop. The, the, the homies, remember the homies where it was like the the oh, essays yeah. that were in the that were in like the little yeah. the little wrapping. Could have just tossed her one of those. Yeah. You hey, I accidentally put my quarter in the wrong one. So here, <laughs> here's this here's Carlos back, from the homies. Hell yeah, that's dope though. Congrats um thanks man how how long y'all gonna wait i don't know uh we haven't really talked about it yet i mean everybody's like you didn't have a date picked out already and it's like well i mean <laughs> i feel like that's a bad practice because you kind of need her to say yes first you yeah. can't just be like yo here's these dates that i picked out and then yeah you can't send her a calendar invite as soon as she says yes <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> all right i'm gonna need you to take off work I bet you're going to get an email. I'm going to send you RSVP. It's already on the family calendar. When you, when you, when you, when you flip up to March, it's already there. Don't worry. It's not uh, even a ring. It's just the calendar invite that you propose with. It's 21st work. It does, it does say yes no, or no on it on, on most like Gmail calendar invites. You could, yeah, you could but just, it also says just, maybe. You don't want that. <laughs> That's tough. I feel like if you don't have a ring, you're gonna get that. Like you're gonna get the maybe, the maybe checked off. True. True. Like we'll see. We'll see how good this ring turns out. True. But that's always that's dangerous too, because you never know if the ring is gonna work out. Like, what if she wanted that gaudy shit? Yeah. You never know. Well. But it's not, I think it's not you what you get. Right decision. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you gotta follow up with like what? Don't they get a wedding ring too, or a band? Or you get a band, yeah. No, the woman gets another ring, right? No, like an like an extra band that, co- that okay. goes with it. All right. You but can you do stuff that out. like fits together, where you can That's like right. add diamonds to it and stuff like that. Okay. You just get a you just get a gold band. And sometimes not even that. I don't know these things. And sometimes not even that. You just get like a rubber. You get like a rubber band, like those. Sure. Those That's like, how they do them in. They probably sell it on like you know how like uh Jerry Rice and Brett Favre get those like copper tone compression <laughs> sleeves like they're gonna have like a copper tone compression <laughs> band that goes on your that's crazy finger maybe maybe you should yeah. you should boss up and ask her for an aura ring for your 
<laughs> yeah, like a mood ring. Kind of. Yeah, I got one of the bitches. It's fly as hell. Really? Yeah, it tracks your sleep and all that type of stuff. It tracks your activity. And then just be like, yeah, she was going to spend like 150 bucks. I told her, ball out, get me a $300 ring, you know? True. You, you could track. do like like Steph Curry and just do the tattoo. Just tattoo that shit right True. on your, on your ring finger. You don't have to worry about it. You don't got to take it off. You don't have to worry the tattoo about it. type of dude though. Uh, no, I don't have any tattoos, so I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna sure. start with one on my ring finger. That would be weird. right. Yeah, and that's like the one that like you really don't want to fuck that up. Yeah, that's a tough one to cover up in marriages. Yeah, because like you can cover other stuff up depending on mm-hmm. what you got going on, but like that one's a tough one to explain. You like, just got a randomly tatted up finger. Yeah, you gotta like morph it into like a finger tat that says like, right, hate or something on your right knuckles. yeah and it's <laughs> you're like, like clearly on your ring finger so they just know <laughs> what it means like that's tough all right does um, divorced fit on both hands it could yeah you could pull it off you could just turn it into divorced nice nice all right bet 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 um are you prepared for all the attention that you're going to get from women once you finally have a ring on your finger um or is Katie prepared? We'll see. Okay. We'll see. I mean, all the girls now are like asking about the the ring itself. You know, like they all they want to see is the ring. Nah. Like I, they're like, Katie should come out with us to this, and then I'm like, well, she had to get the ring taken in to get it resized a bit, and they're like, oh, oh okay. So you didn't know her size? No, I took her. I took her size. Uh, okay. I I did the measurements myself what? on another on another ring that she had. Oh, okay. Um. And then I took it in, but the, the, the woman that I worked with designing the ring, she was like, just go up a size always mm-hmm. because it's mad embarrassing if you were to like underestimate the ring size and then you're like, you know, like, will you marry hole. me? And then it's just like, yeah, it just gets to here <laughs> and you're like, all right, well, just put that in your pocket for a little bit and then we'll see what we can do. Your shoe, we can convert this <laughs> to a toe ring or something. What you want to do? Put it on your pinky for now. That's wild. Uh, so she okay. was like, "Yeah, just go up a size, and then we'll just we'll just get it taken in when she gets if it's if it's a little big." So we did that, and she got it done. It was like it was like a day. It took like a day to get it done. So that's not too bad. Damn, making grown man moves. Happy yeah, we're getting over. I'll be thirty in January. So I'll be thirty in March, and we are at yeah. very different points in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. I am still in school. You're still I in school, but you're doing shit. I, don't I know will what still the fuck. I'm doing. Be in school. But you're working towards something. PhD. We'll see. It doesn't feel that way. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm in that phase where it's like I'm way too far along to bail, but I'm True. not close enough to the end to like see the light at the end of the tunnel. Can you switch up, start suing people for false advertisement? I mean, you could do that anytime. This is America, goddammit. Like you could True. you could just so my dad my dad had a case where like he was building the park, right? Mm-hmm. And was talking to this woman while the park was undergoing like some stuff. They were like putting it together and there was like a sewage, there was like a sewage pipe that was mm-hmm. cautioned off. It was a hole in the ground where they were inputting the sewage pipe and there was a there was a caution tape. Right. Well, while my dad was talking to the woman, her son ran over there, ripped up the caution tape, jumped into the hole, picked up the sewage pipe, threw it out of the hole and injured himself in the process yeah and then they sued uh-huh. and won what yeah so what? you can just sue for anything Fuck, man. but at least that guy time. like that guy at least has some sort of motive where you're like i don't know like it's kind of slimy but so is what they're doing you know what i mean like the pop yeah. like you can say well, this is pop tart pop or strawberry pop tart like i don't know man right it's apparently pear and apple and strawberry pop tart, but that doesn't roll off the tongue. No, but that like, would be a weird. I was reading that article, apple strawberry, and apparently he makes like twenty percent, twenty to like thirty percent of the settlement, mm-hmm. and all the people that were like, he was filing the case on behalf of get like twenty bucks. Yeah, that's what these. That's of like a five million dollar settlement. He's just cleaning house. Right. Yeah. That's what these class actions always are. Like they need the people for the class action to get more people on your side for the case. But like it just dilutes what you get out of it. 
Unless you're the lawyer. All the same time, unless you're the lawyer, right? Yeah, yeah. unless you're the one filing the case. Out. So, Dude. like, think about what, like, that like NCAA all the shit. massage. All no, well, think about all the massage therapists that Deshaun Watson's going to have to pay out here eventually. They're all going to sure. end up with like forty-eight bucks because sure. every massage therapist in Texas apparently had some sort of interaction with Deshaun. Like right. at the very at the very least how many massages is that guy getting like remember when they had that whole deal where it was like there's 22 women accusing him of this whole thing and then the, yeah. the lawyer was like bam trump card there's 21 <laughs> women that said that he was perfectly cordial during their massage and i was like hey, hold up that's 43 women that are giving him a massage there's no way you're just gonna like we're just gonna breeze through that like yeah how sore is this man <laughs> how many massage therapists can you have bro or how That's terrible ins- is their retention rate? You can't keep a customer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this yeah. man went through 43 masseuse and yeah. couldn't find one that he settled with. And don't they pay one to be on like you're on retainer with the Houston Texans? Like they got to yeah. have their own one, right? Like I would imagine so. But it goes in line with, you know, the same medical staff that they have. Like you don't really trust them any like athletic team's medical staff <laughs> yeah true because they're just gonna be like yeah you're healthy and motherfucker told you you had a bruise and your fucking shoulder was sitting next to your nipple let's let's i'm gonna give you i'm gonna work on this shoulder real quick there's just a needle yeah. going directly into your shoulder yeah all right you're done <laughs> i came in for a head injury no nah, you're good <laughs> you're good yeah the, off you're gonna the have those you'll be back in an hour <laughs> yeah how about so, you go in there? I wouldn't even trust the masseuse. But along those lines, take me into college football. What's happening? I don't I don't know shit. Uh okay, so imagine this. All the teams that you envision were good are not. So mm-hmm. um nobody's any good. Uh Miami is one of the more confusing teams in college football. Haven't they always? They got yeah, but they're different usually. Miami typically plays out like this. We're going to win our first seven or eight games and trick the whole nation into thinking that this is a decent football team. Mm-hmm. We'll then lose to Syracuse by three touchdowns and then lose the remainder of our games. And then everybody transfers out of the program. Mm-hmm. And then we'll start again next year. However, this year they started off by losing a lot of games and looking incompetent in most of them. Yeah. I don't know who scheduled Alabama for them. Like, who thought they <laughs> yeah, ready? no, don't worry. We're having the same conversation with, with Florida State because our next three openers are LSU next year, then Georgia, then Georgia, then Alabama, and Alabama. So that's not the way. You, that's not what you do. Well, LSU is uh, a. From what yeah, I no, hear, they're they're going a, down. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. In that yeah, way. they they fired their coach after a win like that. You know, you got to be fired. Like Bro, I was listening to Bomani Jones. Orgeron was a wild boy. Yeah. No, he had he had some he, he had some girlfriends at practice. He was he hit on so many women in Louisiana that one of them turned out to be the wife of the board of trustees. Like yeah, or somebody on the board of trustees at a gas station. Like and you know she how- said she was pregnant. She didn't even lead with that she was married. She led with I am pregnant and I'm married. And he said, What's that gotta do with me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so you, do you know do you know the odds that you have to be hitting in order for that to be part of it that oh, you're like man. i'm at Oof. the get who is hitting on women at the gas station like first off right. that is just some craziness because i've never found a woman at the gas station that i wanted to hit on so That's i don't know like, but you're <laughs> not ed orgeron you're true. not going to the same gas stations and how does she know that he was hitting on her because nobody can understand that man Nobody in Louisiana uh, can understand anything that guy says. Well, I don't know. In Louisiana, they probably can. But, like, yeah. I don't in know Baton what he's Ridge, saying ever. Maybe not. But somewhere in Louisiana, yeah. they can. Yeah. In, somewhere in the bayou, they know yeah. exactly what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he's saying ever. He could be just screaming anti-Semitic remarks all day, and nobody would know. He sounds like Lou Holtz in that one thing where he was just saying nonsense and raising his hand and then uh <laughs> what's his name the other reese davis had to pretend like he just knew exactly what he was saying Man. and just continued with the conversation Lou spiraled. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fall. 
All right. So Miami sucks. FSU Miami, sucks. I haven't heard Miami you say sucks. anything about them. FSU, um, yeah, FSU sucks, but uh, they're 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 in trouble. Their roster is is unlike anything I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have a quarterback that can throw a forward pass. Who's this? They don't have receivers that can get open. Yeah. Okay. They can run the ball, evidently mm-hmm. very well, but that's mm-hmm. all they can do. And uh, when when they play against teams, they they lost to Clemson by ten yesterday, mm. uh, and really by four. There was a touch. Which talk about bad beats, bro. So that line was nine and a half, right? Mm-hmm. For the for the Clemson for, for the Florida State Clemson game in Clemson, mm-hmm. nine and a half, right? It's twenty four to twenty. Clemson goes up with like a minute and a half left to, to end up winning the game. Florida State was yeah. up 20 to 17 late in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's 24-20. Florida State tries to do like the crazy – at. remember that Miami play that one time against Duke where they lateraled it like 85 times? And, like yeah. one of them was like – or like three of them were like forward passes, yeah. but they never called it. Yeah. Uh, they So they tried to do that. Well, in the midst of that – whole play the kid fumbles it going backwards a Clemson player picks it up and ends up scoring with no time left to take the Love score that. from 24 to 20 to 30 to 20 Love it. giving you over the nine and a half like if you are betting on that game bro you are you're putting your foot through your tv because that is just bonkers like there's yeah. no business that game has no business being 30 to 30 to 20 but it does on a last second seven lateral fumble that ends up in a touchdown that's tough that's a mess. that's how it goes bro shit, but they suck they just we, they just gotta they just gotta kind of eat this they they gotta they have a they have a good they have a, watching vampire diaries dog <laughs> sounds miserable <laughs> they, they have a good recruiting class coming in they have the number one player in the country committed which i don't know how because they're just paying that kid i mean well, that's how that's to. going they're just they're just I'm giving surprised that kid it hasn't taken off wheelbarrows full of cash well apparently it has uh but like not in the way that it should like you would think that like schools like usc would be murdering right now yeah well so the it's like the, the schools that are are like the ones that already were like alabama the ones that were paying kids under the table in ordinance amount of money are just doing it over the table now like yeah alabama's quarterback that kid made seven figures within his first month and he hadn't made it he hadn't even taken a college snap yet he was a, he's a redshirt freshman so he was uh he made like 1.2 million in endorsements fucking crazy uh there's some kids that are in high school right now that i've heard like rumors are being offered like upwards of like six seven uh, to sign with a school like their boosters are basically setting up like hey yo come to come over here we'll set you up with an nil deal of like six seven million so it's just going to be the same stuff it's just going to be schools that we're already wow. doing it are going to do it because there's no the ncaa there's no laws there's no it's so toothless now like the ncaa they just need to branch off and do their own thing because the ncaa can't do anything they like make yeah. rules and then they're like oh well we're not really going to enforce those rules yeah. And then, like everybody else is like, "What are you going to do about it?" So we're just going to do what we want over here. So that's wild. I'm waiting for Boise State to just take off, become like a number one fucking team, or Wyoming or something. Because you know, well, like since- some of those weird ass states, they got some rich ass people that live there. Yeah, it's all going to be people in like the, like the oil money or like people that own a shit ton of land in like Montana mm-hmm. that own like forty five. 450,000 acres or something like that and they just oh, yeah. like they're like yo I'm just going to sell all of it and I'm going to be I'm going to make this program <laughs> the but best for whatever reason like the schools that have that kind of like well to pull from like Texas they still fucking suck yeah Texas is a Texas is an, is an issue man they're like their issues are like booster related like oh, no yeah. matter who they bring in oh, yeah. just can't figure it out like they bring in like high profile coach after high profile coach they fire him in two years and then they're just on to a new coach it's like they're trying to fire sarkeesian right now my man has coached seven games and they're like he's drunk which he probably is but probably they're trying to fire him already it's like the problem now is 
there's this like with the early signing period. So now they've moved like signing day. Remember it was like February. Yeah. They've, they've moved it to like early December now. Cause they like, they, it's an option. Like the, the February signing day is still there, but you can sign early if you want. And that just yeah, basically they always had the early signing day. I guess it's just now more of a thing now. Well, it's yeah. It's like, if kids want to, if kids want to send in their, like na- their letter of intent early, mm. they can do so and like shut down like their recruitment. If they like want to stop worrying about it, like coaches are just caught, you know, coaches are calling them like every day and shit like that. So if yeah. you want to just like, shut it down it's like usually like right before their playoffs start so it's like if you want to like shut it down for playoffs like just go ahead and like get your spot at that school and just say yo i'm going but i want to like focus on the remainder of my senior year no fuck that i'd sign that and be like hey fuck this season y'all figure out these <laughs> playoffs i got it. Fuck well the, the the kid the kid that uh that's number one the number one recruit in the country that florida state has signed he got a high ankle sprain like three weeks ago and his coach is like, yeah, we're, we're, we're just going to like have him ready for the playoffs. And I was like, yo, if I'm Mike Norvell, I'm, I'm having a conference. I'm FaceTime that coach. And be like, y'all about to lose these playoffs. I'm telling you, cause that kid ain't playing another snap for you. Yeah. Like he got a high ankle sprain in high school, bro. Like no shot. The next snap this kid takes is going to be in a helmet, like a helmet with a spear on it, homie. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. Your game plan just changed. I don't, I don't know what to, but, uh, that's yes. Crazy. So yeah, it's, it's wild, but like, uh, they move, they move that date up. And the problem with that is, is like, they typically fire coaches at the end of the season, which is like somewhere around late November, December. Yeah. Well, coaches went from having like three months to put together like a, an emergency class once they get in to yeah. like eight hours, like, like Willie Taggart had 11 days from the time he was hired to the early signing period to put the class together mike norvell had six so those two classes are just ass sorry like just a bunch of like kids that can't play they're like all kids that had like crazy discipline issues like bad like no grades like just can't play a lick like nobody even could get a camera in the areas where they were like playing (laughs) so like they're just so now that Florida State has two of those, because they like Jimbo Fisher basically just didn't recruit when he left. And like there were kids that were there was like uh there was like kids that Florida State was recruiting. They were like, yo, you know, like like recruiting analysts were calling like, you know, how, how's it going with Florida State? Like and that kid was like, yo, I haven't heard from Florida State in like four months. So I don't know. Like, <laughs> so like they just like stopped recruiting kids like Jimbo Fisher had both feet out of the door when he was uh going to Texas A&M. Right and then. So. So he didn't quit. <laughs> yeah, he didn't quit, or he he just quit. Uh, Willie Taggart had no time, which ruined that class. And then he really didn't have any recruiting momentum. He had like the 29th ranked class in the country when he was fired. So then that got absolutely demolished. Yeah. Mike Norvell did what he could to salvage that class, which of course is just also terrible. Most of those kids are gone. Which is and always then, interesting. Because it's like, hey, why can't you recruit? And it's like, I don't know. Maybe because y'all been dragging my fucking name through the mud for the past 11 weeks. And nobody wants to fucking talk to me. Everybody's got my number blocked. Yeah. Well, so that goes on, like, negative recruiting from, like, other coaches. Yeah. Like, I heard, like, Justin Fields was, like, going to commit to Florida State. Like, he was like, this is mm-hmm. going to Florida State. Like, I'm going to go get coached by Jimbo Fisher. Like. And this is what we're going to do. And Georgia basically sat him down and he was like, yo, we're going to show you highlight reel uh, for, for, you know, why you should come here to Georgia. And it was just like a compilation video of DeAndre Francois getting murdered (laughs) by by defensive (laughs) linemen for like three and a half minutes. And then they just ended the video and we're like, so that's what you're going to go do. Like, you're going to go that you're going to go do that. Like this kid is a chalk outline in most of his games. So like, you're going to just go like, good luck. Like, yeah, and then he, 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 he decided he was going to go to go to, go to Georgia. Um, that's, that's smart. But, but yeah, so that's, yeah, it was like the, the stuff, the stuff that was going on, the stuff that was going on on the field, uh, has been bad for the past couple of years. There was some crazy, like there was some crazy stuff coming out during uh, 
like as far as like Willie's actual recruiting, like there were like kids that were like getting screamed off the premises. Like a coach would show up and be like, yo, get the fuck off of our camp, like off our practice field. Like, what are you doing? And the kid would be like, yo, I'm the number two running back in the country. Like y'all invited me come here. I'm just trying to figure out where to go. And like, none of the coaches knew who the kid was. And they were yeah. like, yo, oh, my bad. Uh, we forgot you were coming. So <laughs> like, we, we got to get you in here. Like, it was just crazy. It's the complete stuff. opposite of Edward Jerome, where he was bringing yeah, in his like he's fucking... like, he'd even, well, he didn't know the recruit, but he was like hitting on the kid's mom. And he well, was he's like, bringing in like his girlfriend's kids to participate in drills <laughs> with LSU players. All right, all right, what you gonna do? What you gonna do here? She's gonna go over. Here. Hey, that's uh, a hell of a pickup line, though. It's like, hey, does your kid want to play for LSU? Kid, want to play for the Tigers? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's wild. That's terrible. yeah. So anyway, they've had like three ass recruiting classes with a bunch of kids that can't play. And they're like all on the team at the same time. And they just can't play, man. Like if people want to fire Mike Norvell and like the stuff on the field hasn't been good. But like at this point, I'm like, yo, I don't know if this dude is any good or not, but like, just let it, just let it like get a foundation now. Like you got three, you got three classes out here that are just like a bunch of kids that just. Yeah. Cause I mean, who are you going to hire? There's nobody out there. Yeah, Although I'm pretty and, sure Urban Meyer take two hour drive uh, on I ten. Yeah, but uh, can Get you imagine Urban Meyer? With, you've seen the you've seen the girls at, at Florida State. Could you imagine Urban Meyer? Like Urban Meyer, who the fuck is bagging bitches in Ohio? You think with, he cares? No, I'm I'm saying like you've seen the quality of girls that go to Florida State. Like, yeah, what he he was he couldn't keep it together at Ohio State. You think he's gonna keep it together at Florida State? Like no, but J- they got that fucking whatever, that black ass building in Tallahassee that he can hide out in and not get caught. Yeah. Jer- Jeremy Pruitt got the reason he left Florida State after that one year, he was the defensive coordinator at FSU for one year where they won the national championship. Then he left yeah. because his fiance was like, You're either gonna sleep with every FSU cheerleader, like you it's going to be FSU or me here. Cause like my man was running through Good for him. The, the co-eds at, at Florida state. So yeah. Well, so he had enough self-control to get the fuck up out of it. Yeah, I guess maybe he, she or might have like tiger Woods school. Maybe he just <laughs> ran through the whole school and he was like, All right, I need something different. <laughs> You're right. We do need a fresh start. <laughs> uh, oh man, that's tough whatever but yeah so i don't know man i'm just like yo just let it let's just let's just give this a few years and at least get some stability who's the playoffs the top four oh god like cincinnati might be there cincinnati's number two in the country that's crazy uh they played notre dame and just beat the hell out of them it was actually pretty fun to watch Notre Dame has been ass for a while though yeah but they're seven and one and that one loss was a Ass beaten by Cincinnati. They're at home. always seven and one and can never do. Shit. <laughs> yeah, but like no, I mean, but at least, fan. at least we're like at least at this point, like everybody else sucks. Uh, Clemson's yeah. like five hundred. Alabama has a loss. Uh, LSU's not any good. Florida's five hundred. Uh, Florida State sucks. Miami sucks. Georgia, mm-hmm. Georgia's unstoppable. Their defense is like the best anybody's ever seen. But they're gonna unravel in the playoffs. They, Maybe they I don't always know, shit bro. the bed in big games, bro. They do, but my god, that roster is insane. It's just filled with like did, did you I don't know, you probably didn't see it, but they uh South Carolina, they played South Carolina, who's just terrible. Like South Carolina is like one of the worst teams in the country. And uh they got so Georgia has a 350 pound, a six foot six, 350 pound nose guard that is he runs like a four nine. Like the kid is unreal how freakishly athletic this kid is he just picks dudes up he's like Vita Vea in NFL with the Bucks. like he just like puts his hand in your throat and just like throws you into the quarterback on most plays he's like hawking running backs down in the backfield like he's just he's unguardable and they have like three of those kids that can do that shit nice so anytime you watch Georgia it's just like 
four defensive linemen jumping on the quarterback at the same time. Nobody can move the ball. It's it's bad. But they uh the South Carolina play they lost like fifty eight to three or something. The kid there was like eleven sacks. Like they couldn't run the ball. They averaged like one point six yards per carry. And then uh they took they they met with. South Carolina's offensive coordinator at the end of the game and their their media was like hey uh how like you were giving up a lot of pressures like you gave up like 11 sacks and you couldn't run the ball like can you talk about like what's up with your offense that's allowing that and the guy like where most coaches would just be like well we got to do a better job you know we, we give up a lot of pressure he was like bro have you seen the kids that are on the other team, like he was like, they've got a kid out there that's like almost seven feet tall, borderline 400 pounds that would outrun anybody in this room. Like there is no game plan I can draw up that's going to block that kid. Like, I don't know what you guys want me to do. And like, he went on this huge diatribe about like their kids are better than our kids. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. And, uh, but then he finished it with like, <laughs> damn like <laughs> like the last part of his quote was just him being like come on bro like He's did you watch that those fucking questions yeah like what <laughs> scheme what scheme please tell me please tell me the scheme where i'm gonna block that kid like hey man you just gotta run hella halfback screens <laughs> no because they'll catch him he'll shed the three blockers you have on him and then still catch the kid in the backfield it's absurd that's what I'm saying. Just let that motherfucker through and then just sky the ball up and somebody yeah. come down with it. Either way, it's their linebacker. Win. It's their linebackers coming down with it. That's who's coming it's down. It's probably going to happen regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well take a safer bet. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like one of those one of those coaching moments where you like always appreciate when the coach like, did you ever see like when Mike Leach got hired at, at Washington State? Did you hear his quote about mm-hmm. uh I remember about him the, bashing the school for a while. In the yeah, they asked him, they asked him what what the previous coach could have done to make his transition into Washington State a little easier. Mm-hmm. And his response was that he wished that they would have uh, recruited better players. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, he wouldn't have been getting a job, sir. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, and I wish you wouldn't have recruited it, right? all these losers I have in my locker room, but. And now he's down there being a fucking weirdo in Mississippi. Yeah. Which that feels yeah, that's like. crazy. The Egg Bowl, the Egg Bowl is crazy. They got Lane Kiffin versus There's Mike Leach. Mike Leach. That's an interesting good one. sound bites. Yeah. <laughs> let, let them get going at each other. That'd be a good one. Who who throws dirt on the other person first? <sighs> who gets interviewed first? I mean, I, I I I don't feel like any of them are waiting. Like, I don't think anybody's, like, <laughs> waiting for the first shot to be thrown. And just like, I feel Yo. like there's a lot more dirt on my, on Lane Kiffin than there is Mike Leach, though. There is, but it's – it's. I feel like there is. Like, I feel like as far as, like, public dirt, yeah, it's you relatively the same. Leaches, but it's going to be more rewarding. Yeah. But, I, I, but like, what I was going to say is, like, I feel it's like a public dirt. There's probably somewhat about even. Like, it's probably a little easier to go after Lane. Like, there's probably a little bit more public for Lane. Oh, yeah, but I feel sure. like there's even more private for Lane. Like there's some other stuff Probably. in there where you're like, you get to the good stuff. Like if you pay the right person, you can get some stuff on Lane Kiffin that's just nonsensical. True. It probably it probably happened in Tampa because it always does. It always does. Yeah. So, you know, it's and like, then Mike Leach. He's probably the only source of information you have to go to. You just have to catch him on the right tack. Yeah, nobody yeah, that's right. He's yeah. gonna spill that information outside. Yeah, because nobody knows. He doesn't hang out with anybody. Mike Leach is like right. not like with anybody when all that happens. He's by himself. And then like, yeah, you could catch him on a right di- right day where he'd be like, "Well, you know, I I hit him with the vehicle, but he was kind of in my way and blocking my traffic. So, you know, did he deserve it? I don't know. Uh, could you imagine?" You know? I, I, I never checked to see if he was alive when I fled the scene. Show up for your court date and that man is your lawyer. I <laughs> was a lawyer before you. Yeah. Just like, I'm a coach college football. Imagine he if was, he was your client. He would just give himself away. Like, all right. So 
what you can't say, things you can't say. I don't regret killing him. I did kill him. Stop asking me if I killed him. <laughs> like he'd be on the stand, like, you know, I got a big game to coach this weekend. So if it will move it along quicker, I killed him. <laughs> but was it morally correct? Well, that's for you to judge. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if he's a public defender and you get assigned a lawyer and it's Mike Leach, he doesn't look like he shows up neat and tidy. If he shows up. If he shows up, right? I don't, I don't know if he looks he like he shows show up. up in a fucking Mississippi State polo <laughs> talking about, all right, did you do it? We're going to say you did it. We're going to take the plea. Yeah, I got, I got I a game really, to coach. Really plan on staying around for too long. So he looks like the person that would sue Pop Tarts. Yeah, he'd take that case easily, and he'd have a he'd have a he'd have a reason, but it wouldn't be like the reason that that guy had. It'd be like a like a vindictive, like anecdotal reason. Oh, there's no clients. Mike Leach is representing himself. <laughs> <laughs> he is representing himself. Did you see? Did you see how that one year he picked a? He had a kid that didn't play, but he picked him to do the coin toss. No. For every time, so he picked the kid because he was on. He was a contestant on The Price Is Right at one point. What the fuck? And he was like, I watched the episode, and he did pretty well. Um, and so I figured he was a bit lucky. And so I sent him out there to do the coin toss, and he's picked correctly on the first six games that we've had. So I just, we keep running them out there because he was, he just had a kid on his team that was on the prices right at one point And just, how do you swing that into game? If you're that student? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure you could though. In just... Pullman, Washington. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not like you're competing with dudes that are doing stuff. No, in yeah, Pullman, Washington. Hipsters. But that's yeah. the thing. You're an athlete. They already have a preconceived notion of you being a jock. So he's got to fight that stigma. You're just like, I'm on the football team, but I just pick the, the coin flip. Yeah. Uh, I don't actually play nothing. What does he do at practice? Just study? Just practice. Yeah, just <laughs> coins. <laughs> All right. Anyway, segue that into some Steve Buscemi shit. Is it Buscemi right. oh, or yeah, Shimmy? We, I'm saying Buscemi. We got, I got to wrap this up in just a second because I got to go to a, a All right. lab right. party. Bet. Uh, what kind of pop tarts does he eat? Steve Buscemi eats. Or is he a, a toaster strudel person? I feel like Steve stays away from instant instant snacks. Like Steve, eh, Steve that. strikes Steve strikes me as this, the kind of person that like takes care into his morning. You know what I mean? Like Steve's Steve's been through enough where he's like, "Yo, life, life is fleeting." I'm going to take some time to like right. make myself a breakfast in the morning. You know what right. I mean? Like St- Steve's the type of person that like squeezes his own orange juice. Probably Cause he's does. like, you know, he's got f- that time. Fuck, fuck straw. What's in the strawberry filling. I'm going to make real. We're going to make it some real strawberries in here and I'm going to cut, I'm going to cut them up real quick Damn. and like squeeze my fresh orange juice. And like, we're going to take, we're going to take care of that. Cause like so you're saying he makes his own strawberry pop tarts. Yeah. Yeah. I buy those. I buy those. Yes. Like a like a like a like his own toaster strudel with like a strawberry filling that he made. Off the street. Like three 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 ingredients. Steve Strudels. Yeah. yeah. I buy those. Yeah. Damn. Like if you that. if you if you were able to like interview like Kevin James or like mm. Adam Sandler, they'd mm. they'd give you they'd give you that detail. They'd be like, oh for sure. Yeah. Going to Steve's for breakfast, it's always a treat. <laughs> I fucking love Steve. Damn, that kind of deflated me though. I was gonna say he was a maple brown sugar dude. Maybe, maybe, maybe when he's doing the Sandler flicks. I mean, he used to be a firefighter, man. He's used to that, like that fast paced shit. Like I just gotta True. grab something and go. But they always, they're always cooking. Like, have you ever been yeah, in like a fire station? Like, they got a uh, legit kitchen. They're just when they're not when they're not on duty, they're just cooking, bro. Like they yeah. they they're legit. You're right. You're right. And that's why people bang with the fire department. Yeah. Haven't been a single diss track on the fire department. Nope. Fuck 12, though. Because yeah, they'll, they'll show up. Yeah. When you got a fire. Yeah. They, they show up when you call 911. Yeah. They're way more responsive. They don't give a Bru- fuck. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, because they're not just like they're not just like bother. They're just not. They don't. They're not just like bothering me for That'd petty shit. Though, call in for a fire or something. Fucking Steve Buscemi shows up. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like. I wouldn't even have a fire. I just like. I just wanted to see. Yeah, I just man, wanted to I just see want if this an would autograph, work. Dog. I mean, fuck the fire. <laughs> just, the I hand. got insurance. Whatever. <laughs> trying to hang out real quick. I'm trying to go to beat. I'll start a fire in this fireplace. Right. True. Mm, damn. All right. Well, that was deflating. That wasn't what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted some real riffing on some Steve Buscemi shit. But uh, fun fact, he uh, produced uh, four episodes of uh, Sopranos. And uh, Did he really? Yeah. Wow. And he is on Sesame Street 2020. Oh he was on an episode. God, that's just, was it like the Halloween episode? I don't know. He also had his own TV show uh called park bitch with steve buscemi that i'm trying to find apparently it was on aol didn't even know they had a streaming platform years ago it only ran for like two seasons but uh i'm trying to find it once i do i'll let you know i think it was just like uh him on a park bench interviewing famous people kind of like a uh, jeff or who's that fat dude that interviews people in cars uh corbin? jeremy Kirk, corbin somebody i don't know he's a fat british dude oh what is that guy's name uh it doesn't matter it's not know. relevant steve buscemi is way better yeah um, we, we could replace him back. with steve buscemi yeah we need that would to, be ideal we need to figure out a way to get our money up so that we can uh bring this show back reboot steve buscemi on a park bench yeah yeah we could interview him yeah for just multiple seasons fuck yeah and just bring in random people like athletes i want to see what steve buscemi I wonder who his favorite team is. True. I bet he is probably a pretty decent sports fan. He looks like a Jets fan. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like a Jet. Yeah, he's like a Jets fan. He's like a. He's like a. I don't wish that on him, but he's a he's Jets, like a, Mets, and Knicks fan. Yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely a Mets and Knicks fan. He's probably like a Lions fan, for no reason. Man, he's just always rooting for the underdog. Yeah, <laughs> could could be our year. Oh man, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Steve. All right. That's starting rotations ass. Yeah, let's uh let's start that. Uh, Steve Buscemi is a Jets fan, number one Jets fan. Let's see if we can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give me a Jets Buscemi t-shirt or <laughs> just a jersey with Buscemi yeah. on the back. Yeah, I gotta figure out a uh, a number, but it it'll come to me. <laughs> it it will come to me. But um, all right, I'll let you get off to this work function on a Sunday. It sounds lame yep. as fuck. I'm sorry, bro. Welcome to it, bro. Hey, man. At least you all got right. real life. Enjoy being engaged. Sorry. Let me know when, the, when the festivities kick off. I will. All right, dog. Peace. All right, bro. It's nice Peace, chat man. with you. Oh, yeah.